Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. When you love meat, you find a way to take it with you everywhere you go, especially when it comes to getting outdoors. That's why Smithfield has so many high-quality, delicious meats that are perfect for any outdoor adventure. Whether the park you're headed to is a national park or just the one down the street, like Smithfield marinated roasted garlic and cracked black pepper fresh pork tenderloin, expertly seasoned for on-the-go flavor, or prime fresh smoked ham that'll have you building on-the-go sandwiches packed with flavor. Smithfield Extra Meaty Back Ribs bring hand-selected perfection to the backyard, and Smithfield Anytime Favorites will help you take the ham you savor to the places you love. From diced ham that'll turn any picnic into an outdoor feast, to hickory smoked boneless ham steaks that are the perfect cap to any hike. The great outdoors just got greater with Smithfield. For the love of meat. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Nomad Strength Show. We are fresh off of Winter Strong Weekend, which I posted about a few times while I was there. Uh, very special event held by Sorenex Outdoors down in South Carolina. Was very fortunate to be able to attend this year. And uh, rather than just do like a wrap up, you know, here's what we did. These are all the things that we took part in because that wouldn't necessarily be very helpful because one of the things that I noticed from everybody who was there was the sentiment that uh, it's very hard to describe what happens at that weekend. And for good reason, not because we're trying to not tell you what goes on. Like, I don't think anybody has a problem telling you exactly what we did, but it's more than uh, just the activities that we uh, partake in while we're there. It's more about who we're spending time with, the, the conversations we're having, how we're all getting better individually. And uh, that kind of stuff is just very hard to convey. So what I wanted to do with this one, rather than just give you guys like a, you know, a itinerary of what we did was just give you a few of my biggest takeaways that kind of go beyond what were the things or the stuff that went on. Uh, these were the things that I came away with being very grateful for that I was able to attend because uh, these are the things that can really help us in my opinion, level up. And uh, when you realize these kind of things and you find a group of people around you that are able to push you to those boundaries, uh, we all start to grow together. And so that was where I wanted to go with this episode today uh, because it was just such a fun weekend. And I apologize if I sound a little hoarse. Uh, it was a it was a long weekend of little sleep and tons of fun, and uh, then I got home and then had like a twenty four hour stomach bug where I was just put down for a full day and a half, and so I'm on the recovering end of that. So if I sound a little grating, I apologize, uh, but I needed to get this one out this week while everything was still fresh. So before we get into that, 
We are now on the Waypoint Outdoors Network. If you guys want to go check out all of the other podcasts that's on Waypoint Outdoors, I would encourage you to do so. Lots of great stuff over there. Um, But also, if you have not done so yet, go give us a subscribe, a follow, whatever platform you listen on, and then do a review and a five-star rating. All of that stuff, uh, it seems like probably nothing, but uh, it really does help the show grow quite immensely. And and we've been having some good growth uh, January being the most downloaded month of the show since its inception almost a year ago. Uh, We've got some cool things planned for the year anniversary and for episode 100, which are pretty close together. Um, But it just takes a couple of seconds if you don't mind opening up wherever you're listening and give a review and a subscribe or follow whatever the button is on whatever platform. And uh, that really does go a long way to helping the show continue to grow. So thank you for all who have done that. Uh, So let's dive in. Um. There are three things that I wrote down that I'll do a little bit of elaborating on that were my biggest takeaways from this weekend. And the first one is be curious. There were some unbelievably high-performing, high-level individuals that I got to hang out with and be very normal around. Uh, I would imagine in many instances, you know, there there was a little bit of shell shock this weekend being like, how am I in the room with these people? Or, you know, figurative room. We were in a tent uh, at the at the driest we were. Uh, most of the time we were outside in the rain. Um, but there was a very cool atmosphere that involved some unbelievable people. And uh, what was really cool about it was you could go up to anyone and just ask and start conversations ask how they were doing, ask what they did. And even if you knew, uh, nobody assumed that anybody else knew what they did. And that invited a lot of really cool conversation. We got to ask, you know, you know, people just had awesome conversations and asked questions of of each other and just connected on a very deep level in an atmosphere where it was very conducive to do so. We're very relaxed. It's outdoors. We're doing things together activity-wise, learning survival methods and starting fires and all this kind of stuff. And it just lent itself to a very open environment. And what was really cool is when you connect with people, you ask questions. And I, I go back to thinking there's this great episode in Ted Lasso when uh, they're playing darts. And I'm sure if you've seen the show, you've seen this scene because it's probably the most known scene from the entire series. They're playing darts and the the British guy who's the owner of the football team, I said football there, how about that? Uh, assumes that Ted doesn't know anything about darts and challenges him. And Ted kind of takes it on like he's hustling him. And he says to him, you know, I always tell everybody, be curious, ask a lot of questions. Because if you were, you would have asked me a question like, have you played a lot of darts, Ted? And then I would have told you, yes, I have every weekend. And uh, what's really cool about that, and it's just the best scene ever. So I encourage you to go look up that scene because it's awesome. Watch the whole series. It's great. Uh, But when you are genuinely interested with somebody, ask him questions. And then the kicker, actually listen. Uh, oftentimes we have conversations and we listen in order to respond rather than listening to listen and, uh, or to gather information or to know the concept of what we're engaged in. And so that was one of the biggest takeaways was like, I just got to ask some questions and really just absorb what was being said from all kinds of people. I mean, there were guys that, you know, uh, have run, I mean, several 
zeros over multi-million dollar companies. There were Olympians. There were uh, just the coolest people around. And just getting to learn things from them that they've seen in their journeys was awesome. And one of the one of the phrases that got thrown around, uh, it's a sentiment that gets thrown around a lot too in among you know people that interact with high level people frequently, is you know if you're the smartest person or the strongest person or you know take whatever the the uh, that descriptor is, if you're that in the room, you're in the wrong room. And so uh, I think everybody kind of felt like there was they were the least of that in the room that we were in at some point, which was really cool because it just adds a whole level of humility to the environment. And what that does is it allows for just a lot of really genuine conversations to take place without any ulterior motive at all. So it was just a really cool environment to just get to know people that are amazing and then get to have them ask me questions about what I do and, you know, be genuinely interested in the things that I'm doing was just a trip. And that leads into number two. Uh, So be curious was number one and share generously, number two. And uh, having that mindset where it's like, uh, and this was another thing, a lot of people, which was just crazy. It was crazy to think about that everybody there had the sentiment at some point where, uh, you know, what am I doing here? How did I get in this room kind of thing? And what that does is when you're having a conversation like that, and people are asking you questions and they're genuinely interested in what you have to say, share, share generously um, because you provide value in some capacity, uh, whether you're doing it on purpose or not. I mean, if you're in those rooms or you want to get into those rooms, find a way to add value to those conversations and and people will be generally interested in what you have to say. And uh, it, it's the old moniker of a rising tide raises all ships. Uh, you know, if we're all working on being better and we're in, interacting with each other and we are uh, adding value to each other's lives, that's going to make everybody better. That's not just a self-serving thing where you're trying to get what you need out of the situation and then bounce. Uh, share, share your expertise, share your experiences, your knowledge, uh, add any value that you can. And if you're somebody who wants to go to these kind of events or whether it's, you know, whether it's this specific event or any other kind of event in your field where you're wanting to get in front of some amazing people, find a way to add value. It doesn't have to be monetary, monetary value all the time. It's uh, find a way to contribute to conversations. Um, these kinds of things, um, are really valuable in a network, you know? And that's why it was such a cool experience to have people that, you know, I've followed for years now and have had, you know, no, no connection with outside of me following them and them come up to me and ask me questions about, you know, and be genuinely interested asking me questions about how I do things. Uh, you know, and what was really trippy was have a couple of these people come up and say they'd listen to the podcast and, and loved the show. And it was, it was really kind of wild and it was really cool. And so, uh, what I took from that is, you know, People are more open than we tend to think they are. And all it takes is asking questions. Uh, we tend to think because somebody reaches a certain level that they will no longer interact with me because, you know, why would they? That's that's such a minority of people that behave that way. I, I from, from what I experience, all you have to do is ask. And most people are so generous with their knowledge and their time. And to be honest, the ones that aren't, and are very standoffish and or, uh, you know, 
just not a good vibe when you ask him questions, those are very good opportunities to essentially weed some of that nonsense out and focus on the people that are adding value to your life. And it was just a really cool experience to be able to tell my story to a lot of people that were genuinely interested and provide input and value into conversations that I, when I got there, thought I had no business being a part of. And it was just a really cool way to, to, uh, to share and be a part of what was going on. The third thing, and this was sort of the culmination of what happened on, uh, on the final day. Uh, the third thing is to compete. This is something that, especially with men, once we get outside of high school, like for most men, being on a high school football team was like the last real competing team experience they've had. Uh, most guys stopped doing anything competitive after high school. And uh, if you even were in high school and some of some people who listen and want to get into competitive stuff, maybe didn't even do it then. It just became something that you took on later on in life. But there is something instinctual within us that, uh, that competitiveness and competition brings out the best. And uh, we got to experience that on Saturday in the team competition. It was essentially a lift, run, shoot, Spartan race, you know, type of event. And we did it as a team. And so we had to have uh, communication at a very high level to understand who was good at what, what we needed to do to cut our time down as best we could to move well, to shoot well, uh, organize us as a team. And that brought out something that I haven't really done in a long time. And I know I've talked about on the podcast that I've recently in the last year taken up jujitsu, competed in jujitsu. And that's kind of a different level of something because it's individual you know, you have training partners, you have coaches, uh, but the actual competing part of it, it's just you, which that is a very cool thing as well. And I would encourage anybody to have some form of uh, martial art or fighting or, you know, any kind of individual-based competition, I think is a very beneficial thing also. But the team environment, from a communication standpoint and from a, and from a you know, accountability standpoint, and then also to have people around you that push you to those boundaries. Those are the kind of things that really have an impact when you take a you know, when you take part in them. And and Saturday on that competition day, that that was no different. You know, we had seven people on our team who none, nobody knew each other. But by the end of it, we were I mean we were a rock solid team, and we would have done that ten times over with each other. And uh, it was just something that gets added into those experiences that I encourage you if you have any kind of bug. And even if you don't have that competition bug, find something that does have you competing. Uh, It will definitely create that bug or make you aware of it if you weren't in the past. And uh, that was just really something I wasn't expecting uh, because I knew that the the competition existed. I knew generally what it was. Um, I wasn't necessarily worried about, you know, whether or not I would be able to do any of the things. So really what it came down to was how are we going to do this as a team? And, and it was amazing. We, we locked right in with each other. We had great communication and, you know, we didn't win or get, you know, first, second or third, but we competed our butts off and had a blast. And, you know, we would have obviously liked to have won or placed, um, because it was a very competitive environment and the people that beat us were, were straight killers. But, uh, you know, having that, that tribe mentality of competing, 
it really just took everything to a whole other level. And that made me realize that there was things like that that I haven't had consistently since I was competing on a team. And for me, that was college, right? And so uh, that's definitely something I want I want more of moving forward and, and whether and how I do that, I'm not entirely sure. But there are things like that, that especially as men, I believe we need. And so if you've got anything in life that is uh, any sort of competitive, do it. And if not, find something because there will be things that get pulled out of you that maybe you didn't know you had and uh, will be really cool lessons to learn for yourself and give you things to work on to improve. And so... Uh, that was how I wanted to close this out. Like I said, th- there was so much stuff from this weekend that I can share and, you know, posting pictures and talking about the things that we did was one thing, but I wanted to really go into what were some of the takeaways on a more, you know, th- you know theoretical level in a way, rather than just saying, hey, we learned how to start fires uh, in the pouring rain, which was rad. Like all the stuff we did was awesome, but there were things that were a lot deeper than that. Uh, that made the weekend really special. So it was, it was definitely, it's definitely gonna be a part of my yearly pilgrimage. If I can help it, I'll never miss another one. Um, but these three things, having been to my first, uh, were definitely huge takeaways that I wanted to share. And these are things that are applicable, you know, no matter if you were there this weekend or not, or if you have another event or another environment that you want to be a part of or not. These kind of things are are applicable in a workplace and a relationship and a family and any kind of team. Uh, and so it was just more solidified for me this weekend. And so I wanted to share these things with you. So uh, that's going to do it for this solo episode this week. Uh, We have some killer, killer podcasts coming up, many of which uh, are going to be people that I was introduced to at Winter Strong. You'll probably hear the phrase, we finally met at Winter Strong about a dozen times in the next few months from people who are going to be on the podcast. So uh, thank you for listening. I will see you guys all or hear you guys or you'll hear me uh, here in a couple days on Monday. All right. Peace. Mm-hmm.